Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Ali E. Cravalho will perform this weekend on PBS's A Capital Fourth Concert. We caught up with the voice of Disney's Moana to see how the role changed her life. Hello, how are you? I had a great time a few years ago performing for Memorial Day concert, and this time around I'm performing A Whole New World for the Fourth of July celebration. You know, I I was a little nervous considering this is, you know, one of my first performances since the end of the pandemic, but I'm excited to be here and the crew and everyone performing has also been so kind um, and it's great to get back out there and perform. You mentioned you're singing A Whole New World. Obviously, you did Little Mermaid live, but why did you decide to do A Whole New World? Was Aladdin just like one of your a huge favorites long before you played Moana? <laughs> I mean, I've been... a, a Disney head for a while now. Um, yes, I did work with Alan Menken um, on The Little Mermaid Live, so A Whole New World kind of just fit right in. It also, I think, has a lot of heart to it and really reminded me that through the pandemic, a whole new world is coming up, a whole new normal um, now that vaccines have been rolled out. And I'm excited to, again, get back out there and see my friends and my family and kind of, you know, just live a little bit more because this last year has been so different. How did you spend the pandemic? You know, where were you hunkered down? I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, I stayed in my apartment and it was quite isolating, I'll be honest. I didn't do much, but stay by myself. Well, this would be a great chance to get get back out there. Um, Have you been to D.C. since the Memorial Day show? No, I actually haven't been back to D.C. since the Memorial Day concert. Performing the national anthem. First time performing it for me. No, I've thought about what it really means to sing the song, and I've had so many family members who have served and who are serving. Um, So really, it's about honoring those in my family and the families that are going through the same things that my family is. You know, we take it for granted sometimes of just how amazing our country is and how freedom isn't something that we should take so lightly. So it's a wonderful way to give back to our troops and to say thank you and to give a wonderful event just for them. That's so great. Who who all in your family uh, served? Because you, you were born in, how do you say it, Koala, Hawaii? <laughs> Koala, yes. So many family members. Um my uncle Alexander was actually the command sergeant major of the Western Region for a portion of time. My cousin is currently serving in the Air Force. I mean, there are just so many family members who have been a part of it. I'm sure as a kid growing up, you had to have gone and visited Pearl Harbor, too, out there. I mean, Hawaii military is big out there. Absolutely, it is, yeah. So I'll definitely be paying tribute 
this day as I have been just about every other day in Hawaii. How did you actually get from from growing up there to the to land the Moana audition? <laughs> was it you were seen at a, a charity event? I think I read something like that. Um, my <laughs> friends and I put together an audition for that charity event. We were hoping to become the entertainment for that event and raise funds for it. However, we didn't make it to the charity event. We didn't get through the auditions. So, <laughs> but the the woman who was going through those auditions was also the casting director for Disney. So she saw our auditions and asked if I wanted to, instead of audition for the charity, audition for Moana, which thankfully I got that one. <laughs> Looking back on it, you know, five years out, I guess, fifth anniversary of Moana coming up this fall. Talk about this, the film's legacy. I mean, I personally think it should have won the Oscar that year. I mean, Zootopia was great. But I think in, in hindsight, everyone's still, sing, you know, everyone's still singing this song. So, Well, thank you, first of all. I also think it should have won the Oscar. Um, right? <laughs> it was such a wild ride. Yeah, it was a blast. I mean, I started working on the film. I was cast when I was 14. The film came out the day after my 16th birthday. It it changed my life for the better. It was my first job, obviously my first, you know, acting gig. And I, I later on, I think, oh gosh, I can't even give you the date, but um, a few years after Moana had come out, um, I, along with Disney and the University of Hawaii, also re-recorded the entire film in Olelo Hawaii, the Hawaiian language. So we continue to see Moana make waves and continue to help the culture and the community that that it was kind of um, made to celebrate. And so I'm really grateful for that. That must have just been a whirlwind experience. I mean, Moana was so great. And How Far I'll Go, you know, I think it instantly became one of the great, great Disney songs. What, why do, what do you think makes that song so great? What, is it just Lin-Manuel's genius or what, what was it? I'm certain that's definitely a part of it. Um, <laughs> a lot of things, I think, the, the message between How Far I'll Go it really just connects people. Figuring out what you want to do and listening to that quiet voice inside pushing you to do something that you otherwise wouldn't as well. It's something that we all share. Maybe not something that we all listen to, but something that we might perhaps want to. So I think that really connects everyone. And yes, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he is an incredible songwriter and Everything about it just makes you want to sing along. Did you see Hamilton before working or after? Um, while I was actually working on it. What is Lynn White like behind the scenes? I mean, I've interviewed him before here in D.C., but what's he like, you know, from a, a you know, artist to collaborator kind of level? Uh, just as wonderful as I think you probably <laughs> perceived while talking to him. He really is fantastic. He's so sweet. And, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing bad to say about him. I wish I had, like, more, like, insights and more details, but he really just is fantastic and so smart and so kind and he gives really good hugs and like I don't know what detergent he uses but he also smells good and I that that's all the background I can really give <laughs> <laughs> oh so he smells good all right well there you go there's your inside scoop there you go <laughs> does the rock smell what Lynn manuels detergent is cooking that's the real question how much does, <laughs> does, the, does the rock smell <laughs> You tried to do a mashup there. You tried. I, I'm doing my best. <laughs> Speak a little more to the, the songs, too. I mean, you're welcome. I feel like kids and parents still sing that. Why do you think that song was just so darn charming? <laughs> well, I think that really is the perfect mesh of Lin-Manuel Miranda and Dwayne Johnson. You've got Dwayne's charm and his swagger that really only he has. And then Lin-Manuel with his killer raps and that syncopation that just, like, 
it gets into your bones. It's like, hey, honestly, I could go on and, like, I can start rapping it right now. I love working with him because that is, like, it, there's just so much heart in that song. And, yeah, I remember there's Dwayne's version and there's Jordan Fisher. Also, he's in the credits, and both of their versions are amazing. And it really, I think it showed, you know, The Rock, had, you know, it showed that Dwayne Johnson had such more singing chops. I mean, uh, us really hardcore wrestling fans already had seen him sing, so we knew, but the rest of the world, you know, were doubting him. <laughs> the rest of the world was doubting him, but we knew he could he could lay the smack down on some pipes, too. True, um, true. By the way, were you a fan of his before? Did you, you might have been even too young to, to watch it back when he was doing it. What Were you? Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I knew vaguely, like, can you smell what The Rock's cooking? But, like, I also didn't know that that was related to him in any way. You know, it was kind of like, unfortunately, I grew up with meme culture. So, like, right. I knew the phrase, but I didn't know the face to the meme. <laughs> so, like, when I met Dwayne and I kind of looked on his legacy, um, I realized, oh, right, wrestling, right. But I, I didn't know what <laughs> It's okay. It's you could have a, a a joy going down the rabbit hole on YouTube, looking up some of his old, uh, you know, well, not only matches with Stone Cold, but you know, on the microphone, he was the best ever on the mic. I think if you want to be thoroughly entertained, go pull. Yeah. No, but how much did you actually get to interact with him? Because I know with the animated movies, you know, you're in a booth recording, but I'm sure you met him, you know, outside at red carpets and things like that. So is the guy just is he as awesome as he seems, you know, on camera? Yes. He absolutely is. We met um, at a content shoot, and from then on, we met at different events as well. And he is also just really incredible. He is so talented, and this man doesn't take his talents for granted either. He works so hard. I mean, he's the busiest man in Hollywood. He was then when Moana was premiering, and he certainly is now. Um, he gives really good hugs as well. And, you know, I think he he's also very soft. Like, you see how his muscles are just, like, always at perfect, like, attention whenever he takes a photo? His skin is also, like, velvety smooth. So that's some insight that I can give you on Dwayne Johnson. Oh. Not only does he smell good feet, but he's also quite soft. I like it. But I'm sure he's sort of like a big a big bro at this point, you know what I mean? I would like to say that I am bros with Dwayne Johnson. Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> awesome. So, <laughs> do you stay in touch with, with yeah. Dwayne and Lynn? You know, I follow them both on Twitter. I keep up on what they're doing. I'm really proud of them both. They're both so busy, and I'm excited to see their projects coming out. For sure. Speaking of projects coming out, uh, what else do you, you have coming up? Um, talk about, uh, real quick, uh, The Power. You just did a TV series called The Power. Explain what that was about. Yes, I did. Thank you. It was such a joy working on that. Um, we were filming in London, and The Power is based off of the book by the same name by Naomi Alderman, and it explores a world where women and girls, kind of in their teenage years, suddenly develop this power to electrocute people at will. So it explores that power of electricity, but also how power structures change when women have a strength over the opposite sex, which is really interesting and very timely. Right, right. I think my wife was telling me about that exact book, so that's really cool. Do you know when it comes out? We don't, not yet, but, you know, look out for me. It'll come out soon. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do. And then I know also coming on the horizon, you're going to be in a film adaptation of Spring Awakening. Um, I know we won Best Musical on Broadway like in 2015, so a lot of people aren't familiar with it, but how cool was it to be cast in that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest. I know that that comes up on IMDb. I don't know what that is. It's not <laughs> real, but the fact that it's there means that I have more topic of conversation, so whenever it comes up, I come clean. 
but I don't know anything about it. So thank you for doing your research, but it's not real. Well, whoa, well, wait, that's sort of breaking news in itself. <laughs> like, what? how the heck did it get on IMDb? We need to have them take that down. I don't know. I don't know if it's rumored like to appear in it or something that I, I know nothing, Jason. I really, I promise you, I know nothing. <laughs> well, this is, this is actually fascinating. How the heck did Ali Cravalho get cast in a movie based on, <laughs> based on a movie? That's like, I mean, I that's know, a big it, musical. I know. Well, and it's on IMDb. Like it looks really official too. So how often do you get that question? I wonder. <laughs> You know, it, it comes up every now and again, and people are always really excited. And uh, maybe this is a maybe this is manifestation. You know, maybe some someone put all of our names on there to to try and get something out into the universe. Whatever it is, hope it comes to fruition. Like I do know the songs. I would love to play it on a Broadway, <laughs> off Broadway kind of thing. And I did perform Spring Awakening in the show Rise. So I I'm not sure if maybe that's where the connection is. Rise on NBC. Tell us about that. I was playing Gillette in NBC's Rise. It's based on the true story written by Michael Sokolov, and it's just about high schoolers and going through high school and figuring out what they want to do and realizing that theater is a wonderful way to incorporate what they didn't know that they loved and kind of coming out of their individual shells. It's my first live action something something. That's so awesome. Before we go, you got some practice performing at the Oscars. How cool is that? That must have been freaking like, you know, a thrill of a lifetime. <laughs> it absolutely was. I still got the performance stuck in my mind. While I was there, I did have a few run-in, uh, well, a run-in with a flag. But, you know what? I'm putting my trust in the people running this show that it, that I won't get hit with a flag again. Wait, but if I do, this time it'll be very patriotic. Explain the run-in with the flag for in case our listeners missed it. <laughs> I got hit with a flag in the back of the head. And um, it was the most pleasant experience. However, I rolled with it. What do you have coming up on the horizon? Right now I'm auditioning like crazy. I'm sure every other actor right now is doing what I'm doing and just whipping out a whole bunch of self-tapes. That's what I'm working on next, trying to secure my next job. I actually, I got into college not too long ago, so, like, that's on the horizon. So, wait, where did you get into college? Congrats. Thank you. I got into Columbia. Whoa. What's your What's your uh, major going to be? Do you have to declare it now, or do you get a couple years to figure it out? I get a little bit more time, but I'm thinking of going into either environmental science or conservation studies, because that's what really takes my heart. Well, so uh, in your dream world, do you envision sort of a dual career of, you know, acting, performing, and also doing some conservation efforts? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I grew up in Hawaii, and before auditioning for Moana, um, I was interested in microbiology, and I graduated with more than four years of science. I was actually, while I was auditioning for Moana, um, I was in a molecular cell biology course during the summer, which was like an honors biology kind of deal, and I loved it so much, but I mean, obviously, I got into acting, so now it's kind of like I get to pursue my passion of acting and singing, but I also really want to get back into that intellectual and academic space. Man, everybody, you know, you're watching a cartoon of Moana on screen, but no one knew that she had, you know, this biology background. This isn't great. This is crazy. <laughs> cell animation. It's true. How far she'll go. <laughs> yep, but, molecular uh, cell biology. There you go. That's that's fantastic. Well, have you adjusted fully to the mainland here? I know you grew up in Hawaii, but you said you're living in L.A. now. Uh, what's life on the mainland now? Now you're going to now you're going to come fully east coast at Columbia. Yeah, eventually I will. It's true. Um, 
I am still trying to make Los Angeles feel like home, I'll be honest. It's different. I mean, everything is so spaced out. I got my license, so now I can drive and stuff, and that opens up the the city and and the state a lot more to me. But I'm also, like, I'm a snob for L.A. beaches. Like, nothing compares to Hawaii, you know? People are like, oh, you should go down to the beach and watch the sunset. I'm like, eh, nothing compares to Oahu and, like, the beaches over there. Like, I'm a snob. It's true. Yeah, well, you know, you really can't beat Hawaii. You know, you you grew up where most people, you know, is their dream vacation. So it's going to be, you know, you're kind of reverse engineering it here, but it's all right. You're going to get your studies on. You can always you can always go back and visit. That's true. All right. Well, first, everyone, check out this performance coming up uh, for the Capital Fourth of a Whole New World with Ali'i Cravalho. Uh, we're excited to see how how far you'll go. We we really appreciate your time here. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, take it easy. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.